0: back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. February 24th, 2021, our take on the C-Band Spectrum results. I will try and keep this brief given that there are likely 10 auction takes in your inbox by now. Bottom line is that Verizon's $50 billion win is not as robust as it appears and Cable Town's C-Band Goose Egg might not be the end game for their wireless aspirations. There were no big surprises in the overall results. Yes, it's true that Ergen is typically a wild card in everything that he enters, but given Dish's existing depth of spectrum and Capital needs to build out a network, their lack of presence in this auction was not a shock. A table should suffice. The A-block spectrum gets cleared this year. Some of the C-band spectrum will be cleared by the end of this year. This is called the A-block spectrum. It is 100 megahertz deep, but available in less than 60% of the U.S. population. The rest of the C-band auction is not required to be cleared until the end of 2023, although there are financial motivations that could accelerate that time frame. This early A-block spectrum was bought for $1.62 a megahertz pop, including clearing costs. That compares to the $0.96 cents per megahertz pop paid for the rest, which might take years to become usable. Verizon came up short in the A block. Verizon only secured 60 MHz of the 100 MHz spectrum available in the early A block. AT&T won the other 40 MHz. This is surprising because operators, including Verizon, have vociferously claimed they need 80 to 120 MHz of contiguous spectrum to unlock the true potential of 5G. We heard this over and over at industry and investor conferences, as well as during numerous conversations with company engineers and regulators. To be clear, Verizon is buying 160 MHz of C-band spectrum depth, which should ultimately satisfy its 5G spectrum needs. But the majority of that spectrum will come beyond 2021. In the meantime, its thinner A-block allocations will present a challenge relative to what T-Mobile can deploy today with its deeper 2.5 gigahertz spectrum position the window of opportunity has been extended for T-Mobile. We expect Verizon and AT&T to cite carrier aggregation as the near-term solution for their thin A-block winnings. We remain skeptical of these claims. We have been early and vocal in identifying the challenges of 5G carrier aggregation and DSS. These concerns have largely proven to be true. Qualcomm's latest modem iterations should provide a solution if Apple elects to include them in the next iPhone. Towers. AT&T's willingness to pay up for the early A-block spectrum likely means that it plans on being more aggressive on macro tower spending than we previously thought. Some might claim that AT&T bid in the A-block to drive up the price for Verizon, but that sounds to us like a far-fetched conspiracy theory given the negative implication it has on AT&T's already strained balance sheet. Unlike Verizon, AT&T has been a consistent believer in macro networks and deeper spectrum. We have written plenty about Verizon's five-year pivot to small cells following the AWS 3 auction and their questionable millimeter wave network strategy. The fact is, it just spent more than $50 billion on upper midband spectrum that will require greater macro cell site density. It's hard to fathom how this will not benefit tower companies. Cable and Dish. The commentary on Comcast and Charter's quarterly calls made it pretty clear that they were not aggressive bidders in the C-Band auction, but $0? We also realized that Charlie Ergen can be unpredictable, and we see the attraction Dish's network architecture has to major technology companies. But it really wasn't a surprise that Dish was also effectively a goose egg, winning one license in Cheyenne, Wyoming for $2.5 million. All is not lost for these wireless challengers to the oligopoly. Just yesterday, the FCC announced a plan to auction 3.45 to 3.55 gigahertz midband spectrum in only nine months from now. This new spectrum band is adjacent to and below the CBRS shared spectrum band that was auctioned in August of 2020. This could be an interesting opportunity for DISH, and the cable operators, as AT&T and Verizon's balance sheets might not be in the best position to compete so soon after the C-band auction. There is one catch. The clearing costs mean that the minimum bids will have to top $0.47 per megahertz pop. That's more than the $0.15, $0.34, and $0.19 that DISH, Charter, and Comcast spent respectively in the CBRS auction. T-Mobile. While we budgeted T Mobile for the ten billion dollars they ultimately spent in this auction, we look forward to CTO Neville Ray's explanation on why T Mobile needed to buy another thirty to forty megahertz of mid band spectrum given the two hundred megahertz spectrum opportunity it has in two and a half gigahertz. Those dollars might have been better spent accelerating the cleanup of the two and a half gigahertz spectrum and acquiring the remaining six hundred megahertz spectrum owned by third parties. The 600 MHz spectrum could bolster its 5G performance in days, as we saw last year. Legato We continue to receive consistent and new incremental feedback from engineers about how supplemental uplink would speed the build-out of C-band spectrum and reduce the overall network density required to enable these higher C-band frequencies. Investors should press Verizon on this very real issue at their upcoming investor day given the $50 billion that it just spent in the C-Band auction and its prior questionable investments in millimeter wave spectrum and network equipment. AT&T's apparent near-term interest in deploying C-Band, given their higher-than-expected winnings in the A-Block, also elevates it as a new opportunity for Legato, which can offer a lease that would be balance sheet-friendly and reduce AT&T's deployment costs. As noted above, the upcoming 3.5 gigahertz spectrum opportunity could also further broaden Legato's opportunities to cable operators. As I noted earlier in the text, you can check out the note to see a table showing the actual results in spectrum depth 1 by the major operators. Have a great day.